0: What's up Afterbuzzers? Welcome to Season 1 Episode 5 of Rise. We've all got our junk. Today we are talking socioeconomic status as it affects dating between Lalette and Robbie, the impact of divorce on Gwen, and sexual harassment in the workplace with Lalette's mom. Stay tuned.
1: You're tuning into The Destination for TV Super Fan Discussion, Afterbuzz TV. And now let the
0: buzz begin! Oh, just, just try it. Now there another sad, it. slow song. Not Welcome everyone it. to episode <laughs> 5 of Rise. So excited to talk to you guys about some really intense themes this episode, as always. Uh, but before we do so, let's introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Becca.
2: <laughs> hey guys, I'm Shay.
1: What up guys, it's your boy Jay Yang.
0: And I'm Mina Wahab And let's just get right into this And, you know, what are your overall thoughts of this episode? Uh, I
3: I thought it was There was a lot that happened Um, I'm sad that in last week's episode I was sad in last week's episode When they ended on the cliffhanger of, like, looking for Gordy So I'm happy we got to that, like, right away Mm Um, I just think there's a lot that happened in the episode And it was good they threw everything in, yeah. They did. A lot all of the drama. Character like, dynamics. Like, some love moments between our faves.
2: What about you two? want to go first?
1: Sure. I loved this episode. <laughs> I felt like there was so many things going on from just, like, the whole, you know, them finally making out on stage <laughs> to the whole, like, Karate Kid dynamic where it's like, sorry, you know, she's from the wrong side of the tracks and you gotta be focused and all this other stuff. To, I learned a new vocabulary word that you can actually use to pick up a chick. It's called luminous. <laughs> right? And if you guys watched the episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I just thought it, overall it was, it was a good episode. You know, I, I felt that it was probably one of the stronger ones of the season.
2: Totally agree. I loved it. I had all my moments, especially <laughs> both my couples that I'm really excited for to see where they go and on stage, off stage kissing. Just worst voices to you in high school. Like, seriously, high school is like can be really fun and like kinda reminds me of that. Like the show's like it, it can be all intense drama, but it can be fun and corny and cheesy and I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> it was good. Um, I wanna get into Lillette and Robbie specifically. I know there were two relationships you were excited about. I was really excited about Lillette and Robbie. Me too. Um, but we kind of got into this whole theme of socioeconomic status and You know, sometimes people say it's not a big deal, other times it's a huge deal because you can't really relate to someone in the same way if you don't have the same struggles as them, so it's kind of like the Princess Jasmine and Aladdin trope we have here, kind of like, you know, someone who has everything handed to them and is a little bit more sheltered and then someone who, well, I don't want to say Robbie's sheltered, but you know, then someone who's kind of like rising up and like works really hard and... It has a different set of circumstances. Do you think socioeconomic status affects dating in today's society? I don't think it should, and I think that the fact that Robbie's dad brought it up was a little,
3: like, I don't know, tacky, so to speak. But, I mean, I think they can learn a lot about each other versus, like, talking about what they've been through growing up and how they've grown up, like how Lillette has has to work in the cafe as a...
2: As a waitress. a waitress, yeah, I was like, "Wait, what's yeah, the word?" As a
3: waitress, as a waitress. <laughs> and now Robbie kind of—I mean, he doesn't necessarily get everything handed to him, but everything comes easier. for Start
1: quarterback and all this stuff. Yeah, I feel like I can kind of get where the dad's coming from. Mm-hmm. Right, the dad is just trying to protect the son, you know, because he doesn't—he doesn't know Lillette Debatable. very well. You know, all, all he's basically doing is trying to protect his son. Like, you're on a scholarship. You know, you're on your way to football. Like, we don't want any distractions whatsoever. But then again, when you're in high school, it doesn't really matter. Like, when we're in high school, we're not like, sorry, you don't live in the same area code. You don't live in the rich neighborhood. I can't date you, right? It's like you can't help who you fall in love with.
2: Yeah,
3: that is true. I, I agree. I so, say, oh, go ahead. I, I said this like I think go, the second episode. I don't think he's going to stay on the team. Throughout the season. I think there's going to be a moment where he quits
1: football. Yeah. And if you guys saw the preview for next week's episode, you have that dilemma where it's like you got to choose between football or drama.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like actual drama, not just. Yeah. (laughs) Not not like the drama that's already
1: (laughs) happened. but you got to choose between theater. Sorry. Like, come from, you know, drama, theater, you know. (laughs) You guys know. I got You guys know what I'm talking about.
2: Theater. Theater. Uh, For me, I like I said, I think it's debatable whether his dad is doing it in what's Robbie's best interest, more so what's in the best interest of his dad, and to keep his son on the path that he laid out for him versus what Robbie's path, what he wants his own path to be. Right. So that's a debatable comment just to make me.
1: as a kid, like, do you really know what your path is? Right, when you're like 16, 17, like, as
2: an adult,
0: do you really know what your path that is, is? That is also you, you, ever know know you, path is? you know what you want. You know what you want. And like that's like that's
2: different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, things change. I mean
0: Maria Menounos was doing entertainment news and then got a brain tumor, and after that happened, she wanted to reassess her entire life and what mattered most to her. She actually talks about this in her podcast a little bit. Um, have you guys heard about her podcast? I mean, I think yes? we have. yeah, I think we've heard about it. Yeah. Do you want to tell yeah. everyone about the podcast?
1: <laughs> wanna have fun? Learn and grow in all areas of your life. For those who do, have we got the podcast for you? Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our very own AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects, which is awesome i mean from health and wellness to career relationships finances and more let our maria be the big sister you and i have always wanted so all you have guys have to do is just go to itunes subscribe to conversations with maria meninos for free and be sure to rate and comment and when you do let maria know that the rise panel sent you there conversations (laughs) with maria meninos podcast edition check it out
0: Boom. Yes. Yeah. mic. And Maria talks about this. You know, her, her dad was a janitor uh, in the different nightclubs, and, you know, she had to work really hard. It's not like she had this life of luxury. She worked really hard to get where she is today. Um, so, yeah, like, back to Lillette, when, when, you know, Robbie was saying, like, oh, your mom's, like, just a waitress. Like, what does she actually want to do? You know, it's kind of offensive, because I, I get that line of thinking. It's kind of like, oh, um... Like in his mind, he's kind of like, oh, you should want more and you should want X, Y, and Z and go to college and do this and do that. But it's like her mom has done so much already. Like, kind of, she had a circumstance where she had a child when she was 17 years old, and now she's been able to provide for her daughter. And what else? I mean, that's like the best of her ability. She's not a bad mom.
1: it's such a privilege like when you say something like that like it really just shows me of like how oblivious you are to the rest of the world because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who are like that right you have single moms it's like should Lillette be faulted for that right you know
3: I I think the Robbie thing where like when he said that I think it was coming from a totally innocent place Mm -hmm. because he's a kid and he's trying to understand Lillette and her circumstances how she grew up
2: and his,
0: and But, but you know, he's, he's doing, doing it in an I,
2: interview style. I no, mean, but his dad put that little bug in his yeah, ear. Yeah, and just a kid. And, and the dad so, put a bug in the ear, so they both come from different side of what his dad came around so, mm-hmm. so it started it.
1: It goes back to what we are saying before. I remember how I said, like, you know, kids, they don't know their own path. And yeah. you guys, like, he does know his own path, so it's kind of weird to see. It's like both parents are kind of trying to, like, protect their kids. Right. But then again, I do agree that they need to find out on their own and mm-hmm. I feel like they're definitely yeah. finding out on their own especially when they were on the rooftop and he gave this like that was so romantic it like was so sweet. I want you off the stage I want you on the stage it. I want you I right, want you, right want you, now which I was like about to barf um no oh,
3: Justin no. loved
0: it he <laughs> ships them you guys I, like, <laughs> I, really I, like, I wish them. I was
1: on that roof I, I wish Robbie was talking so to me cute.
0: like mm-hmm. I don't think okay. most high school guys are the way Robbie is like Robbie is just uh-uh. he's I feel like he's self-aware to, to a certain degree. He knows when he does something wrong and instead of being passive aggressive or, you know, not owning up to his mistakes, he immediately apologizes and tries to remedy the situation. He's not one of those kids who are just like, "I'm sorry" and then repeats the same behavior. He's legitimately the kind of person who's like, "I'm sorry, For what I did I wasn't aware that I did this and I'm not going to do this again and he genuinely means it and I think that takes a level of maturity. I just like that he's the star
3: quarterback and he's not full of it at all.
0: Yeah, he doesn't fit yeah. into that. Though. He doesn't fit in in a, into a box. Because, I se. mean, yeah. that's
1: the thing. So, that's what we were talking about in the last week's episode. Like, is he really, like, he doesn't look like a star quarterback. Like, he looks like a drama kid, I'm sorry, theater. Acting. Kid, acting acting like, like a star quarterback. So, yeah. it kind of, it really parlays to next, week, next week's episode where it's like, oh, like, what is he going to do? Maybe he's, that's what he's always wanted to do. But, like, he, like, we said, he's just trying to live through his father to try to play football. Right. So, I'm super excited for next week's episode. Me too. We did
0: find out something that kind of, of answers your question from last week. I think you were the one who was asking um, if Robbie's dad left his wife, when oh, yeah. she and, and you sick, know, And that was my question, you know, Lillette, I'm like, I'm not to validate it. Yeah, I mean, we don't know for sure that it's accurate, but we can say with a lot of certainty that well, with a high degree of certainty that Lillette kind of bashing Robbie and saying, like, oh, as if you have the perfect family, your father left when your mom was sick and has a new spread. wife. And it's, like, we don't know the exact circumstances surrounding that, but we can kind of, you know, infer that Robbie probably told her this during a moment of vulnerability or closeness, and for her to just kind of be like, boom, like, this is the ammo I have against you because you came at me. Your life isn't so perfect. (laughs) Don't judge me. That little
2: speech thing. It wasn't ammo. I'm like, obviously, she's hurt the fact that, you know, now he's judging her, like, judging her mom. Like, she she can say, I think it's that thing, like, you can say whatever you want about your parents, but nobody else has the right to pass judgment on yeah. your parent, but yourself. She was just sticking up for her mom, so it was like more of a defensive thing. Like, the, and then she's like, "I do have this information, so I'm not going to strike you back and make mm-hmm. you, and actually make you take stock of the like fact that your life is not perfect. Your dad, especially, is not perfect." Well, let's talk about that. I mean, we don't know that he left his wife
0: because she was sick. Maybe the timing happened like that. We don't really know the exact circumstances, but we do know with another couple with Gwen's parents that they definitely tried to make things work for their daughter. Yeah, he definitely stayed in that relationship.
2: That's a a two-person relationship we're talking about. That's true, that's true. Then that's my issue. He definitely tried. Mom didn't try, nothing. She was so angry, she could not let her anger go, and that was a problem. Well, we don't know if he ever took
0: steps to try to be a better husband, though. We just know that he stayed in the relationship. We don't know if he actively tried to do things like to make her happy, or if he just tried to not do things that would make her upset. And there's a big difference between doing something to make someone happy and to be a better husband versus just not doing bad things that would trigger someone. My like, guess? Totally yeah. different scenarios. That is
3: true. My so guess th- is that he just avoided being home because
1: the football that's stuff. Cool. Yeah. You
3: know. yeah, he just wanted to. C-
1: can we talk about just how, like, they basically broke it down, and it was like, uh, I wanna let you know, yeah, your mom and I are gonna total stranger. It's like not even in the privacy of your own home. It's like, imagine yeah. if like your parents were telling you, they're like, uh, yeah, this random stranger, I'm sorry, you don't care, really care about my feelings, but yeah, we're gonna get a divorce. Like, okay, cool, great. I was like... Because
2: your therapist now has to become my therapist. Exactly, right? Um, I'm like,
1: okay, cool. I mean, you know, sure, everybody can know. So was that her like, first time seeing, seeing Joyce?
2: I think that was the first time. Like, I don't know if she even knew her parents were seeing a therapist. Like, yeah, she did, maybe she didn't. But she was just like, thank you for inviting me to, to talk to this perfect stranger. And not, you, not knowing, like, my feelings about this situation at all. hmm However, do I feel the parents made the right choice? Yes. Do I feel bad that Gwen's hurting right now? Yeah, it's hard However, I'm still on the stance that It takes two people to try to make a marriage work Maybe he did try at the beginning And then she kept pushing him out And so then it just became what you said Like an avoiding to make you angry Mm -hmm. But she stayed angry She's still angry, she's still pissed You can tell Uh. She, but she doesn't it's want to be touched. It's really hard I,
0: to get over something like
2: that. That I'm is ultimate
0: betrayal. I would, I would
1: love to hear what the people watching have to say, so definitely comment in the YouTube section. Mm-hmm. Comment in the iTunes section. What do you guys think about this? Tweet us. Tweet us or anything you know we're talking about, but I want to know what you guys think about the way that you know the divorce was kind of brought up in front of Gwen. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to read your comments.
0: Also, I do want to know from you guys, is cheating a non-negotiable in a relationship? Can you take someone back after they've A, either emotionally cheated or Be physically cheated. No. Because there are two different types of (laughs) cheating (laughs) with different types of impact, both clearly hurtful. And men
1: and women totally react in different ways. Yeah, true. Totally, as a guy, if a woman cheats, I'm sorry, physically, I can't handle that. But if a woman, I know that, doesn't really, okay, he was drunk, but if they say, well, you have feelings for another girl, that even cuts deeper.
0: But there's also a difference. I mean, there's so many dynamics involved. Like, if if a female in a heterosexual relationship Cheats on her boyfriend with another girl. It's received differently than if she were to cheat on him that with is another guy. There's true. so many different dynamics, but it can be seen, conceived as worse. Sometimes, at, at times, yeah. For but I'm just saying, there's there's not like a clear, definitive you know? answer. It is sometimes a case by case basis. But for me, like I can't envision ever being okay with someone cheating and trying to make it work after that. That's just how I see things. Because if things were that bad to begin with, and you decided to. Uh, find an external source of pleasure or happiness because you couldn't deal with this it just makes me think that if we ever get into conflict later down in the line you're not going to know how to handle that and you're going to seek an outside source to deal with that type of conflict instead of working on it together and you know a relationship is a partnership it it, like you said it's not a one-way street so
1: please comment. We definitely yes, want to hear you your comments really, on this subject.
0: We definitely <laughs> I, want to know. I think that going back to a significant
3: other depends on like the person and how the person thinks. Do you, I don't know. Do you what want past Ben's experiences experience to work out, like, or do you feel like I mean, there's no, nothing oh, that like can I, be done? I at feel this like point. it's dangerous for Gwen if they at this point if they like keep going and try to work things out and then it doesn't work out and she gets her hopes up for nothing.
0: I wish we had more background as to like what really happened and why the marriage wasn't successful because we only know the downfall of the relationship we don't know if they were ever in love before I mean like what type of love it was.
1: Maybe we'll find out later in the season you gotta watch.
0: Flashbacks for sure. Um, but it was nice that they kind of had, this sounds so messed up, it was nice that they kind of had Gordy as a distraction temporarily (laughs) from their horrible lives, that they were kind of doing Like, focus on this alcoholic
1: kid, uh, yeah, we have our own problems. In
0: a way, it kind of, you know, I think it's going to kind of be like this, uh, this way for Gwen and Gordy to become closer, because Gwen has seen the dark side of Gordy, and has seen her teacher, Mr. Mizzou, in a totally different light, and... You know, now Gordy knows about what Gwen is going through, I definitely think that there's something there and I think they can both be there for each other during their times of need. Well, and neither of them really trust their parents right now. Yeah. Completely, at least. Yeah.
1: They're so. teenagers, so, you know.
0: I mean, what do you think about Gordy's parents and, and their style of parenting? I mean, do you think they finally came down hard when they enforced the new <laughs>
2: rules? Because I was like, this is just, like, standard. Like, I, this is the bare minimum you should be doing. I, <laughs> I mean, the breathalyzer was actually really smart yeah, on my trip. I actually thought that was impressive. Yeah. I cannot lie. However... I don't know. If I was his parent, you're, like... I need to put a track on you like that like there is no yeah. like I need you oh, to text me no, it's I'm, on your iPhone no. it's called no. find, no. Friends. find, my, friends. find no. my friends it's
0: the creepiest thing I've ever seen I'm I am not like it I don't like I'm, it I'm your
2: parent I'm not here's, your friend
1: here's the thing here's like when I look at this like I feel like it's I, I've noticed this di- dynamic and I've noticed with a lot of like immigrant parents like there's no negotiation there's no talking to you like yeah, an adult it's like you are sure. getting your <laughs> you're getting whooped like you are getting a belt you're getting something but it's I like relate. but a lot of the white Caucasian you know parents that I've seen on TV it's always like okay, like, I'm gonna talk to you (laughs) like you're an adult because you're acting like an adult and it's like, what do you think we can do to resolve this? I'm like, bro, he's your son. He messed up. You gotta do something. And He's a high schooler. He doesn't know any better. They're gonna mess up. I'm like, why don't you do something? But it's like, it's okay. Like, we're, we're no. going to take steps. I get that. And I'm like,
0: come but on, But I always man. say if I were to have kids, I would want to raise them that way. Kind of like with that Western, like, we're going to talk what? this out. We're not going to do spankings. Okay. We're not going to hit you. I, okay, all timeouts yeah, for
1: you, right? All timeouts and, for you. I'm like, okay, going to timeout. I, okay, look, <laughs> I didn't timeout
0: that, though. I'm sorry. No. I like that. I think it's better to be diplomatic. It's just obviously not working in this case. Okay. They're okay. going to
1: walk all over you.
0: There's two things for that
2: for me for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if... You believe in beating kids. I, uh, I believe in... <laughs> <laughs> got that. Um, no, Here at be- we do
1: not advocate we, we do not beating
2: oh. people. <laughs> um, however, I did grow up in the 90s. My excuse is I turned out to be a very good person, not like because of the spankings, whoopings, beatings, whatever you want to call it, that I got, because I Corporal knew what punishment. I did what was wrong. However, I want to find a balance between being diplomatic... But still reminding them, I am not your friend. I am your parent. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to get in line and this, me talking to you is not working, maybe another type will get you in line. Mm -hmm. So I'll start diplomatically. And then I'll work my way back to the old school. I just imagine you with a taser being like, what did you say? (laughs) I don't even know. I don't have a (laughs) tase. I'm going to go do switches. I'm going to do like a belt. Um, I'm, I'm legit. I'm going to go old school. Pretty, I'll go old anyways, school with you, okay? Speaking. Anyway. Definitely spe- got okay. off track with
0: this one. Speaking <laughs> of Gordy's
1: parents, we got a comment last week on YouTube okay. from Caroline Taylor. Thank you for coming. She says... Oh, I love her. I'm yeah. starting to really dislike Lou's wife. The way she <laughs> oh talked about Tracy to Lou, saying she needed to get a life and have more adult company, came off as so judgy. Thank you so much for the comment, Caroline yeah. Taylor, but I mean... What, what do you think about the parents and their dynamic? Would just either you know, parents?
3: I don't
0: like or that they came in. I kind of get where Caroline's coming screaming. from. I saw that comment and I, yeah. I, I do agree with that. Um, that the wife was kind of being like that. But I, it, for me, it almost felt like it came from a place of like, why are you spending time with this lady? Why is Tracy calling she's you? Like, like, I, think it, I think, it, I, think it, I think it's more. It's more that line. Yeah, it's about like her trying to be not, judgy. Yeah, like, why it, is she overworking? More <laughs> like she's kind of like playing up, like, ew, like you should have a life. But I don't think she genuinely believes that. I think she just wants her husband for her and to stop being like dragged down by like the play stuff and like with all this other stuff. She's kind of like come on.
2: Focus. Family. (laughs) It comes from a good place probably. Yeah. I just think their dynamic is like they have those moments where you obviously can tell they're very at a disconnect. Like they're disconnected from each other. Mm -hmm. But then you at the moments like this episode when they're actually united front and like they just touch each other and like yeah. like and they show that united front you're just like you this was the first time I saw it. the united front. This, this was the first same. time I saw the united front, and that is so
0: important in any relationship. Same. You it can't is. have one parent saying no. one thing, the other no. saying another. That's why divorce happens is when you well, because then, then children learn how to manipulate the parents. Like I knew you when s- I was a kid. You sounds
1: like you're talking from experience. No, <laughs> I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, like, how do you know when that? When I was a kid, I <laughs> feel
0: like, wait, mom, can I go to this person? House and she'd what? say like no I would be like dad dad can I yeah. okay cool and then I yeah like yeah. that's not good like and then your parents the should, fight. Parents should yeah. be in like Absolutely. solid communication like no good cop bad cop kind of like we are a team we are a team and like we're not gonna let uh, the kids not see us as a team because then the kids lose respect for the parents and think yep. that they don't have to take anyone seriously exactly yeah.
1: true totally agree I
0: do as well I I
3: mean. They could have handled the beginning scene in a bad, better way.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Instead of, I respected it. I mean, was just me.
0: I mean, I think
3: it was nice seeing them lecture Gordy for what he did wrong, but they also could have waited to yell at him for another time when there wasn't an audience.
0: I mean, I don't think they care at that point. Like, imagine, like, being up so late, not knowing where your kid is. That's true. Having them act belligerent, you know, having, like, this repetitive behavior of them not being responsible, not taking you seriously, complete lack of respect, uh, complete lack of discipline. And not only that, it's it's less the lack of the respect, and it's more like we're so worried about you. Where are you? What's going and on? Yeah. Like, imagine that happening. Like, if you had a kid, or like even with your cute little dog yeah. over there, like if, <laughs> if, if you didn't know where your dog was, like, wouldn't you freak out? And wouldn't you yes. be so upset and be like, "Where, oh, where did no, you no, go?" No. Teeth, I was freaking out about no, where kidding. he
3: was. That's why I was that. freaking out about the cl- yeah. about the cliffhanger.
1: I don't I don't think any of us are Last parents week. yet. Not no. I mean not that I know of. I mean there might be kids you know out there. But not that I know of <laughs> so far. But no, I feel like it's like the, it's food, like the whole thing. We're just kind of like people. You just you know you just kind of want to care and like you know. Yeah. I like, feel the whole like if you go to the pizza shop. I want you to text me. If you want to go here, I want you to text me, right? So it's just kind of like, I can see where they're coming from, but it's like their stance is kind of lackadaisical in the sense of where, like, they've that, been trying to talk to, them like this, to me like this, and that nothing, nothing's working, happened.
0: Yeah. The nothing fact that he said, like, wherever you go, we need to know. In my mind, I'm like, I always let my parents know where I was yeah. when I was under 18. But you
1: weren't an alcoholic at 18. Yes. Under 18. No, that's like, what I'm saying.
0: Right? Like, I wasn't an alcoholic, and my parents still needed to know where I was. Like, I wouldn't just go out oh, and no. not tell my parents where I was going. Like, what world are we living in? parents yeah like i don't understand that level of freedom of being like okay bye bye mom bye dad like no of course they need to know who even if it came to a sleepover who are these people who are the parents where do they come from what's their track record what's their like personal like even sleepovers were near impossible for me to have unless my parents
2: personally knew the parents and knew everything about the family yeah oh dang Okay, then yeah. I had a. I was, I was great. I had. Like, yeah. My parents weren't like Gordy's parents, but it was very like. Gordy's parents are like. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be out till like two in the morning, but I'll be home. Okay, sure. Cool. we good. Parents. You know yeah. I'm no, at? we did. Yeah, I, wish I, I, I wish I had Gordy's, Gordy's parents. <laughs> <laughs> parents. I wish. I was like, I wish it.
1: There's you know, so And then, easy and then they knowing. probably, you know, Gordy's parents probably could have taught me the word luminous, which is probably <laughs> my favorite thing yes. of this, you know? And in the scene, like, I feel like, ladies. If a guy called you luminous, are you like a? Oh my god, I'm gonna like drop my panties right now, or like b? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what's what is I that? Mean, I mean, I think
0: I'd be more flattered by the term vibrant because vibrant, vibrant. sounds like vibrant. it's more personality oriented. Luminous just reminds me of some sort of goddess that's like shining in this oh, like, like glistening. No, I was gonna say luminous reminds
2: me of like Harry Potter or something. Luminous, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. It won't make me drop my panties, but. It'll just make me be like, did you watch this on a TV show? And if if the answer is no, then I'm like, okay, I will take this. (laughs) He where not night goes, However, he's an English teacher.
0: Come on, he's, oh, he's, oh, a oh, teacher. He's, he's a science. Oh, uh, uh, no. he's a science teacher too. Science teacher knows English. <laughs>
2: but I'm, I'm just trying to think of what, what, what word. If a guy came up to you and just said you're you're amazing, like not amazing, but like what other is like better than luminous? I'm, not, I'm trying to figure out a word that like.
1: Ladies who are watching this episode, <laughs> I want you guys to tweet us and leave it in the comments. What word besides? luminous is a word that would make you swoon definitely swoon. hashtag rise, hashtag luminous, hashtag rise after change. How
0: cheesy is breathtaking? Would you like oh, cringe I, or would you be like oh that's sweet? Breathtaking. I would I would actually cute. think that was sweet. Or mesmerizing.
3: Depends how long the person's known me for. Because if they don't know me <laughs> for that long
0: and someone says that I'd be like oh god like I don't even know me like yeah, that. It's <laughs> like someone
3: from the side that's like on the side of the street or something like It has uh, to it be a genuine, was, like, it has to come yeah, from a place of
1: I, I, I kid totally you not genuine. I kid you not, I said this to a girl once, and she was really flattered, and what I said was, your face, I like it, and she started laughing, and it was just... <laughs> Right, it's, you cut the memory, You cut all the oh adjectives. Gosh. I'm like, your face, I like it a lot. And um. she was like, you know, I was like, oh okay, you know, it was just kind of taken back, but
0: just first grade level. You yeah, guys. Well, first it grade level. Your face, I like. That's it. I don't it's it. memorable. You probably just had so much swag when you. Yeah, <laughs> I know, said it so I... much swag. Like, your
1: face, girl, I like it. Like, out the of time. context,
0: yeah. I'm like that does yeah. nothing for me. That. <laughs> because, like, the, the most wow. one compliment that has no effort me- Mina put Watts into the, it. Like, the I the rooftop like, I want you now.
1: <laughs> I want this. I mean, every girl's. I mean, I don't know about every girl, but some girls just I, cut to the chase. I need
0: someone poetic and eloquent to just write me poetry and shower. How many me, high like, school guys bro, are an elegant and poetry? If someone, I would say
2: memorable. If somebody said you are memorable, I think that would make me swoon. Well, like, well I would be like memorable like, in a bad yeah. way. Like, was I like? <laughs> <laughs> if someone like, was I. Kurt. No, I just said, I don't know, something... Memorize... No, can't say mem- memor memorable. memorable. No, the other word with the I-N-G and then... Memori- memorizing? Yeah. Me- no, uh, mem- mesmerizing. 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 Was it memorizing? <laughs> <Mesmerizing>. Girl, you're, <laughs> so memori- you're so mesmerizing. <laughs> 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 memorizing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like they're somewhere. Um, but Di- Diallo, who actually plays Andy Cranepool, put up a poll today. So what do you like better for their ship name? Trandy or Cranewolf? Crane the second,
0: wolf. the second, the second, the <laughs>
1: second. Crane wolf. Hashtag yeah, about, crazy. Yeah. Like
0: what about crazy? Like crazy? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I like oh, that. Because they totally are kind of crazy. Crazy. What
1: What crazy. I love is like how mm. I think this is gonna totally like elevate. Like they're making out today, and next thing you know they're gonna be caught. It'll be a workplace romance, <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's just like it's it's weird because you know if you look at Lou's relationship, like you know he's talking to the Rosie Perez, you know, and it's just kind of like one of those things which is kind of like your workplace wife, right? We all have it. Like you spend eight hours with a person and then. Person eventually comes your workplace husband, your workplace wife. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen for the rest of the season.
2: Speaking of workplaces. Sexual harassment in the workplace.
0: You know, this couldn't come at a more uh, relevant time with the whole Me Too movement and the hashtag Time's Up movement. Sexual harassment in the workplace is a thing. It's always been a thing. It's just now coming to the forefront. And I think this show did a really good job of tackling that. Um, and we see this with Lilette's mom and how, um, I, you know, she didn't stand up for herself right away, but it's also extremely difficult to stand up for yourself when you risk losing your job and you don't know how to act yeah. and you don't know what to say, so you kind of sweep it under the rug until it reaches a point where you're like, wow, no, I'm not putting up with this anymore. And I think the catalyst for Lilette's mom was her daughter... Yep bringing it up, because she just doesn't want to be a bad role model for her mom. So, what do you guys think about the way she handled that? I mean, uh, I didn't laugh as much as I did <laughs> last week, watching it. Like, now, like, this episode, it was actually intense, but when I watched the
2: teaser for it, I was like, damn! Yes! Yes! I, that was actually, that was me. I was like, yes! Like I, me I, too, I, That felt
3: amazing. Me ahead. too, but she could have... It could have lasted yeah. a bit shorter than it did. I,
1: I feel like the satisfaction we get from watching her punch out a guy who's been groping her is amazing, but you got to think about the ramifications, right? Yeah. Criminal, okay, Mm -hmm. she just committed assault. Yeah, that's why I could have She doesn't have a job anymore and who knows how easy it's going to be to find another job. It's a small town. Everyone's going to talk. So in addition to her mom, Vanessa, being promiscuous, now she's like a crazy woman who like hits people. So, I mean, at at the moment you're like, oh, it's great, but you never, you kind of got to think about your consequences of what's going to happen because sometimes people, they might not side with you.
2: Yeah, but you know? I think for that moment, it wasn't like just her, con- the continuation of hitting him, it wasn't just him at that moment. Mm-hmm. It was everybody in the town who ever said anything bad about her. Mm-hmm. It was like everything at once. I you think it do was that?
0: partial misplaced aggression? Not, was, not
2: misplaced, no. but like well, part mis- of it was like a part of that felt yeah, it was out, like from like, and then hearing her daughter like say, "Hey, you let a guy like grow up you, and you think it's a joke, and it's not a joke." Like I, I live here too. and, Like I think it's like all that at once coming. Yeah, but then he also tried to touch her again, and that and also would have pissed me off.
0: It, that, it wasn't just yeah, him trying true. to touch her again that I found completely repulsive and disgusting. It was the fact that he said, "You know, you like the attention," mm. and that really resonated with me because it's kind of like. Uh, the mentality that a lot of cat callers have is they think that when they whistle at a girl or when... <laughs> that was a weird <laughs> story that I just said. When they whistle at a girl or yeah, they do anything that... A compliment. That, oh, they should like this or they were dressed a certain way. So why would they dress that way if they didn't want the attention? And it's just kind of disgusting. But it's kind of, you know, what's wrong with our society and what's wrong with, you know, the way we teach some of our men to think and a lot of men to think i don't want to say all men but like this is how a lot of people think they think that it's a it's a compliment that you know that there's nothing wrong with it our society has made it okay by not speaking out against it um,
1: I mean, I definitely want to hear about the men and the women who are watching this after show, you know, what do you guys think about what Lillette's mom did? You know, was she justified? What, I mean, would you have done the same thing? Did you get satisfaction? Or maybe you, you would have done something else. And yeah. even all the guys out there who've done it, like, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear, like, did she deserve it? You know, is it not that big of a deal? So definitely And also, let us guys know.
0: have been on the other end of this as well. Like, I yeah. don't yeah. want to just say that guys are the perpetrators <clears throat> of sexual harassment and sexual violence. I mean you know we've we've seen this like maybe not as much because it's not as easy for men to talk about this it's difficult in general for for both uh men and women to talk about this um and it happens to everyone it happens to trans yeah. men it happens to trans women it happens uh it happens to everyone but um yeah like men have been on the other side of this as well and i Ash. mean if it were yeah. me i mean i think i would bring it up to a superior because it would be really difficult Uh, for me to, I mean, I have confronted people in the past directly, but if it's a workplace thing, I think it's easier to confront the person in person first. And if it's a habit that doesn't stop, you bring it up to HR.
1: But what happens if you're in that diner, there's no HR, he's your boss, and if you bring it up to him, you'll lose your job?
0: Isn't there
2: always someone to bring it up to? No, is there an, he, an HR at a th- diner? I, I think, <laughs> no, that's a, that's a mom and pop shop. That's a mom diner, and pop. He, I mean, he's the he, owner. Owned it. he owns it.
1: Right? I mean, this isn't a corporate Who do you bring it up
2: to? Like, that's the question Him. then. But that's, but that's but also your problem. Yeah.
1: So that's why for the Me Too movement, it's like all those women who, like, I, my hat's off to because yeah. that is the risk that you have to take. Right. You know? Which... Could cost him a role. like who do could, could you go blackball. to when
0: Harvey Weinstein is your boss, and you know One of the most powerful you men work in there Hollywood. you you want to make it in Hollywood, you feel like it's your only out, like what do you do
2: exactly? don't
0: sleep with you, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah no, I agree with you, like I wouldn't, but I mean you're gonna it's get just we, 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 though, none of us have ever yeah. really been in that exact situation
2: either, but I mean what. The thing that I loved about the Time's Up and the Me Too movement, but also things that, like, I really felt were just crazy, when people were like, I can't believe this happened. I'm like, have you never watched a film in your life? Like, yeah. it's written. Like, people didn't write these scripts because it was fun, and they just thought, oh, we should... Like, I need people to watch Working 9 to 5 mm-hmm. with Jane Fonda, Dolly Parton, and some Lily Tallman. Because mm-hmm. that was original, like, workplace harassment, and it's yeah. the finest. Yeah. Like... But also what you said, like, when guys say, oh, it's because you dress like that. Well, I think as women, we really need to start just, like, I'm going to dress the way I want to dress. It should have nothing to do <laughs> with how somebody else is going to perceive me <laughs> mm-hmm. because I'm making myself happy. As, I think we also need to get into that mentality as women. As, right. as
1: the only male on this panel, I got to say, <laughs> um, I have to chime in that, yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with you, Shay. It, it doesn't matter what a woman's wearing. It doesn't matter. You could be wearing a bikini next to no clothes. It doesn't give guys a right to harass you and to do that. And if I see a gorgeous woman, she's not wearing any clothing, I'm not gonna be like, well, you're kinda asked for it. I mean, look at you. like That's just the way that I was raised and I know that there's a lot of guys out there who are exactly the same as me where it doesn't matter, right? A girl could be wearing sweatshirts, sweatpants covered in a freaking parka. Doesn't matter, guys Mm -hmm. will sexually harass you that's just the guy yeah right? and there's certain guys who won't
0: and a lot of people don't understand that they think that the no. way you dress it has nothing to is do an with invitation it when in reality rape in general is, oh, yeah. is about power it's not about just how someone is dressed or you know sexualizing that person it's about i want power over this person so i'm going to do this to them and a lot of that like it's like a psychological type of thing um but yeah, enough about I mean this is very heavy of and we're course. talking about this. I'm curious to know um I wanna know what will happen in next week's episode because we know like this happened now. Uh let's get into some predictions really quickly. Uh we saw a little bit of a teaser. But and now you're after Buzz TV. Prediction. Yeah, we did see a teaser of you know what could happen to Lilette's mom. Um we find out that she doesn't really have a job anymore and Lalette is gonna have to take on a job and quit the play, and we kind of like see everything yep. falling apart in the preview. Take it away, guys.
2: Um, just for me, Robbie most likely is gonna choose <clears throat> drama, just plain and simple. Um, I'm super happy Simon's back.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say Simon's back, and his mom, rep his mom for fighting for that. I appreciate it. That came out Justin. of nowhere.
1: I'm I'm kind of curious to see. I think Robbie's dad and Lalette's mom they're gonna meet and they're going to have some sort of like, like something in common something in common they want the best for their kids i personally think that probably let probably going to get pregnant <sighs>
2: No, with what? Why would you even no, say that? No, 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 that? no, no, no.
1: I mean, I mean, for the drama of the show, right? Because, I mean, if you saw, it, they're getting <laughs> from hot kissing and, to hey, that well, right? hey, high school kids, you never know. I mean, they're getting hot and heavy. I mean, I've done stage kisses, and what I saw was not a stage kiss. I will, I will attest that. That is
2: not, hey, right?
1: that was kiss. not a stage kiss.
3: I'm good. I'm still gonna go with they're just really good actors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Are they just good actors? I'm so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff going on, and I think, you know, Gordy's drinking is, I mean, he's not going to be able to control it, you know? Like, there's so much talking you can do. There's some, he's either going to kill somebody in a car, he's going to be severely injured himself, but mm-hmm. I mean, alcoholism does run in their family, and I know that Lou tried to, you know, tell him that, but sometimes it's like, you know, you got to learn the hard way.
0: Do you know what I think the hard way would be for him, though? As cliche as it sounds, I think if. Uh, Gwen were to ever see the ugly side of Gordy while drunk, that would be a wake-up call to him. And it's the worst way for something to be a wake-up call, but obviously better than a drunk driving accident. But I think that's, like, the one thing he has in his life right now where she's kind of like a foil to his character. Like, she's more open in a way and more (laughs) sweet and... uh, I don't know, there's like definitely something there and I think that would be the one way where he would be like I don't want to jeopardize this, I'm going to get my act together I I need to be a rock for this person
3: I was going to say, I think we mentioned it a couple after shows back but I think Gwen is going to help him before the point where he gets to like a terrible point where he has a car crash because of it or someone, I mean Yeah
0: Okay, well, those are our predictions uh, for the night. Make sure to leave your comments about your overall thoughts in the comment section below. Uh, We want to hear from you, especially your thoughts on relationships, dating, treating, all the other stuff we talked about. And we will see you all next week for episode six. See you guys.